Oh man. You're in a good mood. My life is good, man. Is, is are 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 we on already? Wait, so oh wait, it's man, I, I really have not done this podcast thing in so long that it I wouldn't say foreign is the word, um, but I am really like in a good place and glad that I took the time away. Glad that um I've had some some very meaningful talks and discussions and and glad to be in this place that I am right now with the DJ Aiken podcast. And um just first and foremost for everyone who has I wouldn't say it's been turmoil, but it's been a bit of change if you if you follow the channel where the DJ Aiken podcast sits whether you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you catch the YouTube episodes, whatever. Um, but, and and I'm man enough to admit this to you, Jason. I do feel that there has been a bit of a space. I do. And I am so honored would be a stretch. Honored would be a stretch. But I am happy. I am happy. That's that's what wow. I'll say. I am happy. You you hear that voice, ladies and gentlemen? You hear that voice? <sighs> Brittany is back. I'm back. Like I never left. No, no, you left because you left. We'll we'll get to that. You left. Don't okay. make me. Don't make my mood change just that quick. Like you never left. Oh, you left. Here we are. Here we go again. What's up? I'm back. Yes, Brittany, you are back, and I am. I am. I am. I am glad you're. Look, look. Okay, look. For everybody that always, you know what they say a lot of times with these things, right? That that we live our lives digitally, and that we're out here, and people get to to rock with us. Um, I'll give the people some transparency. Okay, I mean, well, that's good. We always do. Yeah, we do. You do. We do. But. I, I missed you and I, I am glad that everybody didn't get this part behind the scenes, but we had a very probably much needed conversation. Yeah, we um, did. It was overdue. I don't, right. I don't think the love between us has ever been gone because I don't think that can go anywhere. But a a conversation just about our communication, um, our lives, period this pod and what we both think of it and what it has meant to us and, and just our relationship and, and growth in general. And I think um, for everyone, again, I, I want to say, you know, even before I get to the part about you being here, I want to thank everybody that has, you know, stuck around and, 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 and cause I, I've been through a bit too. Right. And um, even the folks who've come here and been on this pod from uh, Melissa to Tony, who always rocks with me, um, to the law father, right? To other guests that have been on here. And of course, Jason, who's been here through its entirety, you know, through it being not that it's anybody's fault. It's just life, right? But to me, you, once we had made that first decision and you became a part of this thing and you were part of the logo and, and everything that to me, the reason that I wanted you here in the beginning and, and why I also wanted you to feel very much like it wasn't a one, two mic thing. It was a one, a one B, you know, what, whatever we do with this mic, it was, it was like, I wanted you to be like, this is ours. Yes. 
you were very you always stressed that importance right. of me understanding that about the podcast. Right. And and, you know, somewhere along the lines, I wouldn't say we went off, but, you know, like I said, people have lives. We went we went through the pandemic together. We went through a bunch and, and through all of that, though, like I said, I'm, I'm glad that we found ourselves like through all the you know, we would chat and we would say what's up and we would shoot messages and DMs and memes. And we finally got on the phone and we had a conversation. Yeah, we did. We had a good conversation and just kind of aired everything out as far as like, you know, I just felt like everything, it wasn't personal. My mental health was on some, you know, under like just horrible. Okay. Right. And uh, it was just, you know, that chaos up in here that I needed to, you know, uh, handle the circus inside. Right. If you can, can I ask you this? And this is probably one of the things that I miss most, right? That, that I'll have what many consider to be dumb questions and you allow me to ask them constantly. Right. And, and, and you also, I think like, I, I don't know if I've ever went through, you know, how it seems like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hitting buttons. A lot of people, you know, nowadays it, they're, they're dealing with mental health things, right? Oh yes. Every day. Okay, well, let me ask you this part, because because, you know, for a minute, I was one of those people to be like, man, some of y'all just blaming stuff on mental health when y'all just being assholes you, for real. You you know, I was like that for, you know, I was saying that for a minute. Right. Yeah. Did it take you a minute, though, to notice that it was really something like wrong when you, you know, and again, like we've had a lot of I don't want to bring everything that you told me about that you were going through. Right. But, you know, just again, with our transparency, right, of Eakin and Brittany, when when you realize, did it, did it take you a minute, though, to realize, like, yo, Brittany, you need to stop and address what's really going on? Because, you know, a lot of days we get up and it's back on the mic. It's back in the routine. It's back to I got to post and make everybody think that I'm happy and, and it, I got to because these people look at me and they love me. And you could be going through it when you cut that camera off. Did it take you a minute to really get there? Yeah, because it's like, it took so many breakdowns, right? Like where you're constantly having these breakdowns where you're just like, you feel overwhelmed, you can't handle everything and you're just in a room crying and it's happening often enough that you're like, this isn't normal. This shouldn't just be my go-to way to escape, you know, or feel like I let off the, some of the steam. So yeah, it it took me a long ass time to even figure out what was causing it, the cores of it, right? Like what, what was I doing that was creating my day to end up like this, feeling overwhelmed and unable to think straight and, you know, not feeling good about myself. So, yeah, it, takes, it took me a while. I don't know, months and months, but it was probably going on for over a year before I like realized I got to make some changes because this is chaos and I don't like it. I like to be good. Life is meant to be, you know, happy and, and live through and I want more good days and bad days. And I was having a lot of bad days. Right. You you know, I ask you loaded questions. So, you know, this was a twofold question. And actually, it's, it's become a threefold question now that we're here. Right. And and I think this is a learning a learning thing, because as we so often do right with this pod, I feel like that we teach by going through things ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. So the other part of that question I want to ask you is something that I had to learn from our conversation. But I also want to hear it from you. And I think that people should hear it from someone who feels like they are going through it, right? Because one of the things I expressed to you in our conversation was, Britt, this is me. Like, I'm here. Like, pod second, Britt and Eakin first, right? Like, I want to know that Britt is okay, that Brittany is okay. We'll get to the pod. We'll get to our radio jobs. We'll get to 
whatever else. But I want to know that Britney is okay. And one of the things you expressed, and I've heard other people say this too, you weren't sure how to express that to someone close to you. You weren't sure if you were ready to express that. So what do you say for someone who is like me? Because what I started to feel was like, damn, I want to be there for her. I want her to know that I care about her. And it ain't just this pod shit. It's me and you. But with all of that, we were getting our signals crossed and I wouldn't say falling out, but we weren't even as close as we normally would be like talking about things, right? Like just our, our daily thing. So to that friend, right. That is trying to be there for that person. What advice would you give that person? The one that wants to be there for the other person right? because they're trying. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes people aren't ready to even accept the help. Like there were moments where I was like, no one can help me right now. There's nothing anyone can do. I need to, you know, figure it out myself, but not to say that I had to do it on my own. I think that you have to, reach out to that person no matter what, no matter if you think they're going to accept it or not. If you see it and you know something's up or even if they told you a little bit, you reach out and you just say, hey, you know, do you want to talk about it today? Do you want do you need to see me? Like, I think you got to reach out and then that offer that hand. And if they take it, they take it. They might not take it right away. They might take a couple months before they reach back. Like, okay, I'm ready now. But you still got to offer. And I think that's it. Just you let them know that you're there and then you let them go from there because you know, it's like an addict that can't, you, if they don't want to quit, they're not going to quit. You can take me to rehab, but if I don't want to do the rehab, I'm not going to be better, you know? Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I, that I, I wanted you to be able to say that because I think a lot of people go through, and again, this ain't just about me because I like, I didn't, it was so unexpected. And like I said, you had, and I hadn't talked as much, but then on March, March 24th, yeah, March 24th it was, we lost my cousin Clay, right? And it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. Like, if you know Clay Rubicon, of course, if you know me, right, then that you've seen the T.I., you've seen the little Duval, but a big piece of that whole seeing me around Grand Hustle that's been instrumental in that is my cousin Clay, Clay Evans, right? And Clay is a staple in the Atlanta life scene. Just and he's becoming us. He was becoming really a staple in the entertainment industry, period, just by the moves he was making. But him and I have always been super close and always talked about what we were going to do and what we dreamed of doing. And there was never a time that Clay was in Florida or I'm in Atlanta or even not many weeks would go by that I wouldn't talk to him, you know, just on some shooting the shit or whatever we do. We just would talk. And to get this call that Clay had suddenly had this massive stroke and he was down and and nobody could really say what it was going to be like everybody was thinking you know we all were hoping and praying from tip on down his family of course his son going through it mom sister you know everybody online like you know these prayers and and he didn't come out of it right so we like i said we lost him and there was an even bigger hole Right. Because you're you're in this thing to me. I'm I'm in it every day. Right. And there's like I love this thing. Like I love this thing. I love the people that I've met. Like I met you because of this thing. Right. I quest, of course, down in Fort Myers. Big shout to him. And just all these people that have come into my life. And one of the things that I learned from the clay thing and, you know, and, and I told you this, that. We run and we run. And what's really, really crazy about when someone passes, not just the fact that they pass, 
is how we all suddenly have time to go and celebrate that person's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we'll be, hey, yo, Britt, you got time to come to Tampa? Let's uh, let's all, let's pack up some friends and we're going to go to Bush Gardens and we're going to make it a beach day. We'll be like, ah, I got to work. I got this. Or, Ekin, you coming down this way and we're going to do this. Is this something that's going on here? You got, I don't got time. And then if something happens, where did everybody suddenly get vacation days from? You know, everybody, and I mean, his celebration was beautiful, man. Shouts out to Hannah. Shouts out to everybody who had something to do with it. I'm talking letters from the president. Like, I was so proud. Like, I've been proud of Clay for a long time. But there were letters read by political people. Like I said, something came from Joe Biden. The celebration for him and all that he's done. And and Clay, Clay and I come from the same cloth, right, of like, we don't always try to give someone an opportunity or help someone because of what we know we can get back. We usually see something because somebody saw something in us and be like, yo, hold on, bro. Let me make this call for you and see if I can get you in this door, see if I can introduce you to this person that can do this. And there were so many people that were talking about that. But the one thing I can say that helped me get through all of this is I didn't feel that anything was left unsaid with Clay. Like I, every time I talked to him, it was like, love you, cuz, love you, cuz, let's talk again. It was never, damn, I wish I would have called him. I wish I would have this. I, I, I didn't feel none of that. That and is I, so fair, Egan. That's beautiful. That is not typically how that goes. Yeah, I know. And 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 another thing, and I, and I, that's how I said, I, I want to make sure I give you your flowers and I'm super proud of you, is if I can anything do with it, nobody I care about is going to, that's not going to happen. Like, like really right now, what's crazy is, I'm living my life right now like I'm getting locked up in December of 23. That's how I'm living. People like people people like Ekin, where you going? Bro, I'm taking a road trip. We doing something. We doing this. I'm doing this. What? Bro, I'm getting locked up in December. I ain't really getting <laughs> locked up, but I'm living like I'm getting locked up right now. So That's how we all need to live. Yes. I'm saying, Britt, come on, man. Like like we like we have two teams right now in the championships right now. The Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat are going, the Florida Panthers are going to the NHL championship playing for the Stanley Cup. And the oh, Miami Heat just won game seven last night and they are going to the NBA finals. We in Florida. People can't say that. You're right. I mean, I don't know about sports, but that's big. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you think that I ain't going to try to make it to Miami for something? Something? <laughs> How much are those tickets? I don't know, but I'm going to be in the atmosphere. And what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call a few of my friends that got full-time jobs. Like you, Brittany. Let me borrow 50. Me? You're going to come to me? Brittany, I just asked for $50. I'll I'll, I'll deny it right now. Why would you deny it, Brittany? Why would you deny me having more fun this year? Because, see, if eight people gave me $50, I got 400, Jason. And that ticket to the finals just got cheaper. You see what I'm saying? You see how I'm working this, Britt? I'm just saying. People aren't using their resources, Britt. It sounds like you're just taking money from different friends. Like, I don't think that's how you do this. But you know what, Ethan? It is your year before you get locked up. So do what you got to do to get where you want to be, you know? You, you, you ah. know, you know. so quickly, we are right back where we used to be. Because <laughs> here's Brittany, right, looking at me and what I just, uh, what I just brought to her as a as a, a a donation to my fund, right? And she was like, oh, sounds like to me, you're just taking from people. Meanwhile, Brittany, if five what? different dudes ask you to dinner in the next month, 
<laughs> you don't turn one down because you don't want them to feel like you don't like them. They're donating. They just you just are you just taking from guys? I never just take. I always receive. Oh, so you put out after the, after all the dinners? No, what? The I, I didn't know. You said you never. <laughs> you said you never just take. I don't know what that means. I'm I just mean, trying. I don't call it taking. I call it receiving my blessings. You know, I receive my blessings, and that's it. So but you. I am nowhere I don't want to be. So no, I don't. I don't. I don't do that again. I could. I could buy my own meal. If if I end up at dinner with you, you should feel very uh, feel blessed. Feel blessed because I would have been doing something else. So what you're saying is, when we went to breakfast that day at Jackson's and you was you up were here that morning. What? I was blessed to pay for your pay for your brunch. You didn't pay for my brunch. First of all, are, I told are, you you should have paid for my brunch, and you didn't pay for my brunch. That was the other issue. So you can cash at me, sell me, whatever. But I should have paid for your brunch because it was an honor that you were there with me. You should have. Well, I mean, you I'll let you get away with it, but you should have, yeah. You should do it more often because I'm there. Well, let me ask you something. Now that now that we're here, now that we, that way I can kind of know what I've gotten myself into. So on a monthly basis, right? Now that, you know, We've established everything. We've had these conversations and you are back in your proper place here. Um, how often should you get dinner? From like, what do you mean? That I got to participate in. Like, how often should I buy you dinner? No, it's just like if we're hanging out, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? Like, well, uh, why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> I'm a woman. Girl, do, you see my, do you need to see my haircut? Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me get. I had to give you the full, the full edge and everything. Have you seen my haircut? Like, like I just got, I got a fresh haircut today. Lined up right in the back. Let me see. Girl, let me tell you something. This this fade is so on point. You might, you might look at this haircut right now and be like, you know what, Ekin, dinner this evening. I have to decline because I got to work. You know. I don't know about all that, but I do think just you know treat a girl here and there. As women, I feel like we deserve it. Okay. Okay. So, so what about fine. so what about what about these women that you're seeing online that are saying that the man should pay for everything, he should be taking care of her or he shouldn't even be in a relationship. You feel that are you one of those cuz is that is that old fashioned thinking or is that just the the 45 seconds of of craziness I catch on Instagram? I don't, I don't even know. I can't even say that that's an old fashioned way of thinking anymore. And and what's also crazy is we just let people come on Instagram now and they just experts in anything. They just start talking. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was crazy to me how many different coaches and like the stuff I hear them say is some of the worst advice. And it's always about like winning and being, you know, playing the other person. And people are listening to this. Well, were you listening to that other guy? Um, you know, the, the tight sweater wearing guy that was telling y'all all stuff to do? Kevin and then he, Samuels? Kevin Samuels? No, no. What Kevin, hey, first of all, first of all, Kevin Samuels didn't have a wife. He just got caught with a with a with a with a with a with a thick chick when he passed oh. away. I'm oh, talking about uh I'm talking about your boy uh Derek Jackson that was wearing them tight sweaters and he was cheating on his wife so bad he used to, and he had to have her on there. And now she coming out talking about she was losing herself trying to be the women that he had her in threesomes and cheating with, just trying yeah. to keep him happy. But hey, Brittany, you was taking advice from that dude. No. He, was on hit, he was on here telling you, let me tell you something, ladies. If a man, if a man, hold up, my shirt not tight enough. If a man <laughs> is not 
is not. And 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 since oh, and since when did the, did the car, the front seat of a of a since when did the front seat of a ninety three Toyota Tercel become <laughs> the place? That I should be, and matter of fact, not even a Toyota Tercel. Look like they're sitting in a 93 Nissan Altima or a 94 Toyota Camry. But when did that become the place that I should be taking all this advice from, this relationship advice from? That's what I'm saying. That you gotta look at the look at their background, okay? Look at you gotta look at what they're wearing, but also. Anytime those couples try to tell you what to do, and they're like, "There's a coach, and the husband's leading the way." I just find them that they're they're typically liars. You know, there's a lot of us. He was preaching about how not like how you know to be with to get a good man, and he wasn't a good man himself. That's the crazy part to me too. That he's like teaching, trying to teach women how to get a good man like him. Meanwhile, he's dogging his wife out and having her sleep with other women. And trying to make her feel like that's part of her wifely duties for him to stay, for him to stay. Brittany, I'm not sure if this is where we were going to be today, but this episode <laughs> is called The Blind Side, right? So I had to look up Mr. Jackson because, because you know what? You, you, you owe me some explanation for this because a lot I've, I've been in conversations where a lot of your type and by your type, I mean the female persuasion. This dude was and even Essence Magazine is calling him the now controversial relationship guru. Now, his wife was just on the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Let me just give you some things here, some notes. During the conversation, Denaya, I think that's her name, narrated how she discovered Derek was cheating, referencing referencing a feeling and a change in touch as a few indicators, which she was sensitive to. Eventually, she started looking through his phone and found evidence that confirmed her fears. She stood by him after his cheating scandal broke, literally sitting stoically by his side during an apology video he posted to YouTube, leaving her to face more mockery. She was like in the worst outfit, like some house outfit, okay, with her, what, what, the shower cap was on still, I think, like she, he had her just so busted. Wait, wait, let me give you this best part, Brittany. But as things continued, she would become obsessed with the women he was seeing, con- confirming that eventually they all knew each other and would pass one another going into their family home. There was a lineup of us. We were passing each other on the stairway like this is my shift from time to this time. Admitting she was a willing participant in the situation and looks back and realized it was all truly sad. Close your mouth, Brittany. Yeah, close your mouth, first of all. And 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 you might not owe me an apology for Tory Lanez, but you owe me an apology for listening to a relationship guru ship guru or fake guru like this guy. No. I never listened to him, but it does not surprise me. I feel bad for her that she wanted his love so bad. She wanted to be considered the main one so bad. And a lot of women do this. It's like, oh, well, he put a ring on my finger. So he he still comes home to me at the end of the night. I'll do whatever it takes to keep him. Right. So that's what she was doing. Sleeping with all these women. She didn't want to do that. She did that because she thought it would make him happy. And then also he would finally see her as all that he needed. And that is sick and twisted. He manipulated the hell out of her. And, you know, 
she stood beside him for a while. Remember she stuck beside him? Those interviews, they did like 10 different interviews. (laughs) And every time she looked busted. You know, it's not like it got better. I was like, girl, will he free you from those, you know, from from just from all of that? Because yikes. Brittany, I now know the power of a tight sweater. I'm saying like it was that it had to be that tight sweater. And 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 and, and let me say this. Look, I ain't sitting in a car. I ain't a relationship guru. But let me tell you two things that will never and this I mean never save your relationship. And I can only tell you this because if nothing else, I am a man. You want the two pieces of it? You want the two pieces? The two things that I can tell you, I can guarantee you that if your relationship is in trouble, these two things will not save it no matter what a man tells you. All right, serve them up. I got to hear this. Number one, you want it? Yes. Having a baby with that man. Woo! Why would you do that? But they do it. You know, Brittany, you. Am I right, though? I'm sure you got at least one or two friends. You'd be like, girl, y'all don't even get along. Why would you <laughs> carry his kid for nine months and then know you attached to him for 18 years? At least for 18 years the rest of their life, though, really. I mean, Right. Yeah. No. Why? Don't give a man kids. Make him. He needs to put a deposit down just to, you know. <laughs> you want my baby? Put a deposit down. Okay, wait, before I give you number two, though, before I give you number two, because Jason, we can, she's back with the gems, right? She's back with the gems. Brittany, please tell me, what is the deposit that a man should give you? Ooh, okay, start with a car. Let's start with a car. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I really feel like it's got to be a lump sum of about, for me to consider it 40K. So is that 18 years, 40K? Because I'm no. just saying, can you let, oh, that's just a deposit. So that deposit really is only good for what? First year and a half? <laughs> Not even. <laughs> Not even. I think for a year. I feel like that's fair for a year. That'll ensure I, and, and I won't have to like, you know, go have the baby in that first year. It's just, that's just me, me to know you're serious. That's for you to even consider thinking about that. Yeah. And y'all have to be dating too, right? So it's not even like he can just be no dude that's like, I like you a lot. I like your skin. I would like to get a baby with you. He got it. Y'all got to be relationship status happening. His dinner, he, he better be regularly participating in the dinner thing. I'd be at dinner like, where'd you put the new car keys? Are they going to bring it out? What, when are they singing that to me? <laughs> like, no. Okay. Well, well, Jason, at least we know. A deposit is needed. Babies. No. I I want more people to actually have a child with someone that they end up loving, end up with, and it's because they love each other. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's because he died. That's it. I'm not touching that. Um, You want number two? Just tell me when you want number two, if you're ready. Number two, let's go. Number two. Do not. And this is actually not even number two. It's 1A. Do not give that man a threesome. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. Don't. But why? Why do you think so? Why do you say so? Because getting a threesome does not is. Look, I'm speaking. Look, I'm not saying that I've ever done this. But again, I'm I'm speaking transparently here. Giving me a threesome is just going to like sexually please what I'm looking for for the moment. 
it doesn't make my feeling for you if they're not already there get any stronger. Yes. Now, if you and I are like, I'm not saying that if that's what you and your man have been into from, and that's part of like y'all sexual thing, like, and it's done with understanding that it that your marriage or whatever relationship won't work. I'm not here to say that. I'm just saying if you and this man are having problems and he's like, man, I'm out of here. I don't, I don't even want to be with you. And you like, I'll do anything. And that man be like, I uh, bring your girl over and let me let me let me beat her cakes. And, and you do that. That ain't going to save your relationship. Matter of fact, it might get you put out quicker because your girl cakes might be what he was trying to touch. And now that he didn't touch them and she liked what she saw, you know, she got, then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, it's, it's cake beating and I ain't even there. The fact that it's a setup for you to just get, you lose in every situation and every aspect of that. I agree. It's not going to make your man want you more. I think it opens up a door that now you can't close doesn't help the insecurity, the thoughts, all of the bad negative thoughts that come with that. And it just eventually deteriorates everything because why wasn't I enough? Why Why do you want more? Like you, you wanted, you decided to be with me. Like I thought that was it. Right. What else, what else more do you want? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, like I said, I, I if, if I've met don't. people that it seems like it's working, but again, I don't know what people are doing behind closed doors. You know, a lot of people look great on pictures or out here. I mean, we've done it, right? We've talked about this, right? How we could be having a bad day, but we got to make that post and be like, I'm having a good day and things are good. And we see people do it all the time, right? Um, yeah, but it, I ain't a relationship guru. I don't have a sweater that tight. Um, I ain't got my girl sitting next to me with a bag on her head either. But if it's two <laughs> things that I can honestly tell you that I do, I can, I will put heavy money on that will not save a relationship that's going bad those are two those are the top two right there you know yeah you're so right just the, i think those are the biggest ones because they're long term you know right that's forever all of those yeah and, and you make a good point too if she's already had if the woman is already having doubts for herself like obviously this woman was right she started to have so much doubt for herself that she was trying to be them like she didn't even have what you said. Like you said, like some women will be like, well, girl, I'm the one with the ring. Like, you, like your girl, uh, Carisha, please. You know, her thing, like, I mean, I don't know their relationship either. Right. But she talks like, long as I got a, the piece of ditty that I want, I'm cool. And that's okay for Carisha because there is that situation too. She's got her own money. She's independent. Here's Diddy, who's got this network that he even he's already put her, gave her her own show on. Like she's not dumb. Yeah, he's messing around. He's seeing all these other women too. They can say probably have you know messages and pictures in their phone of him. But she's like, I'm still getting my opportunities. Like I'm still having fun with him. She's having a great time with him. Although it's going to end badly because you can only deal with that for so much before it starts to get to you. But she's doing it right using Diddy for that. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> you think she got the 40k <laughs> more they were just at the what store were the they met. at with well yeah and she's been to that she would she would i don't think she would have ever been invited to the met gala met gala right without i mean uh, she might have been in some down the road but where she is right now in her career the met gala is definitely right i'm attached to diddy so 
Right. And that's the thing. She's like, and she's aware of it. She's like, I already know. I know he's out there talking to other women, you know? And that's the difference too, is that that's how I know she did really good with, with this whole, why nobody's giving her too much crap about it. Like they were a little bit, but then they just let it go. Cause they saw all this, the stuff she's getting to do with him right. and enjoy and live that life and those experiences. Well, in, in her defense too, though, and like I said, I, I I'm with you on everybody can talk big and then go behind closed doors and cry. Right. Um, But that's also the other flip side of that is all those people that are behind those keyboards that are telling her stuff in the comments. I would bet a good 40 percent of them out here living miserably and can't even get there and can't pay their bills. Right. Like. It sucks that it had to be from Diddy, but. Why does it suck from Diddy? You act like he Tory Lanez. (laughs) <laughs> no, you like that segue, Jason. You like that segue. You, you are. You acting like he Tory Lanez, and, and locked up. We won't let him out. We won't let him out. Stay locked up, and now you in jail. How you gonna shoot somebody now? Is that is that has been your, is that has that been your celebration song? Honestly, yes. Uh, you know, look. He's he's where he should be, and his father's. No matter how yell uh, loud he screams and yells at the people outside the courthouse, he's gonna stay in there. How do you I feel? How you feel with your homie up up in there, locked up, locked away? How do I feel? Touch some keyboards and some boards and. <laughs> <laughs> what I honestly want to know, seriously, because as soon as the guilty verdict came down. I thought of your ass, right? And I I just want to know, did you think of me when he got found guilty? Did you think of me when they was like, Tory Lanez is guilty? Did you think? Yes! Did you I think? I is crying in his pillow right I now. Was, wait, first of all, first of all, first of all, let's be clear. I, I am, look, I have said this, and I need to reiterate this every time you say it, as you give me the side eye right now, right? I have okay. never said that it was okay for any for anybody to shoot anybody first of all that's that's one thing especially again a black dude and a black woman here we go again right that was up my whole other problem with it but i did tell you my main issue with the whole thing was if he shot megan megan just go tell it i don't hold i never have held megan to the streets but you did tell me you gave me because you were you you were here with the law father and we talked about things like sexual assault and how a victim often feels and that sort of thing. So I understood that side, which I am open to that. But that was always my thing. I just always wonder why. And it's not just Megan. We see it all the time. Right. Someone instead of we know all these rich people, if they ain't got nothing else, they got a phone. And you know how I know? Because they may not use it to call each other to settle the problem, but they go live to talk to us. Right. They go live. And that was what I kept telling you. Why is Megan going like the day when she, when she jumped on live and was like, you shot me and then was giving us the breakdown. You could have gave that whole statement to the cops. But she told you why she didn't because she was protecting his dumb ass. Yeah, but I when he right. But when she was acting, when he started acting, when he started being a fool, though, she could have went right in there and be like, I'm going look. I watched the first 48 on the regular two and three episodes a day. She could have went right in there and said, I am going to tell you the truth. And even if they would have said how we noticed the truth. Look, man, I was scared. And, and she's a woman, right? She's not. Megan is not. No matter how tough she talking those songs or whatever she do, she's a twerker. She's a student that twerks. And I give it to her yeah, doing it well. And she's she's now also a rapper. 
I never thought Megan was in the streets. I ain't expecting to see Me- Megan on VH1 Trap Queens. I ain't expecting to see her there. You understand what I'm saying? So that was my only thing, and that's what I hate also too, right? We are doing so many things in front of the camera that what is it saying to the next set of kids, right? Like to me, and you you tell me if I'm wrong here. What does it say to a 14-year-old girl that see, that is watching Megan on live yelling and screaming about Tory Lanez instead of going to the proper authorities when something has happened to her? The 14-year-old girl is going to be thinking, this is how I got to handle it too. I think there's, yeah, that's one way to look at it for sure, you know, but Megan is not their mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to raise your own kids. So I don't think that she was speaking to that young girl, the young girls. I think that she had to speak up because Tory Lanez was making her seem like she was lying, that she, you know, she made it up or whatever he was saying. It, It was coming out too much. And I think that's why she was like, I have to control the other side of this, you know, because it's only his side that's getting out there. So I'm going to go and scream it out to everybody. I think it was to play fair with that playing field, you know? I think what made you the maddest, though, was that Daystar made an album. I think that's what made that's what made you just like... You were just whole like, album instead of apologizing, just hitting her up and being like, I am so sorry. He went and he made a whole album out of it and, and never admitted to it, by the way. We know he's guilty. We know he did. Can you admit no. now that he did it? I, I, look, this is what I will admit right here. This is what I will admit. And don't get, look, look, hold on. First of all, I can't believe how much, that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get. I hope your back got wet. Oh my God, so wet. Look, okay, go on. look. This is this is this is why I hate when when dudes like Tory Lanez do stuff and and then I'm here trying to be I guess what you would call a fair voice, right? I'm trying to get the facts and that sort of thing. Then you lump me in it, knowing full and damn well I won't even let you walk on the outside of a sidewalk. I'll be like, get your ass on the inside. Okay. Cause, cause, so I'm not pulling out no gun to play around you. I don't know what they would. I'm I'm never. You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like. That's why I, I never thought Tori was right here. But let, let me get to some more facts, okay? Here's the facts. Right. Because I, I know you'll love this part. I, I, I just really, you know, <laughs> I just really want you to get, I get your reaction on these things. Uh, okay. Would you, do you want to call him Daystar or you want to call him Tory Lanez? Uh, Tory, let's call him Tory Lanez. That oh. Daystar is so lame, I can't. Oh, I thought you, I, I you might have known his prison number. You'd be like, I want to call him prisoner 6294. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's another thing. Okay, he was found guilty by a jury on all three felony counts filed against him assault with a semi-automatic firearm personal use of a firearm carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle and discharging a firearm with gross negligence Mm. that's when he shot her foot okay now he is facing up to 22 years and eight months in prison i know now Here's the part that I know you 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 you're gonna you're gonna love um, because uh, I'm actually taking this from an ABC News article where uh, you know they're they're asking for a, a new trial because they're saying you know they were saying that uh, they filed a motion that that he he needed a new trial because things didn't things weren't right and something with his counsel uh, the the motion takes issue with the forensic testing and claims that Lane's right to counsel of his choice was violated, among other things. But um, the decision came down that he's not getting a new trial, which I'm sure you know about that part. 
This is the part yeah. that I this is the part that I want to make sure that you know about that you may not have known about because like we had so much discussion on this that that you're right. Like you told me that he was going to be found guilty and 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 I can I can take it, you know. But the decision <laughs> came one day after a hearing in which Lane's attorney argued for a new trial. As the 5-hour hearing wrapped up, the rapper urged the judge to grant him a new trial saying, "You ready for this?" What? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Your honor, please don't ruin my life as he was escorted out of the courtroom. He said I could be your brother, right? I could be your son or something like that. He might have. They they ain't got that in this article. Um, Did you hear that, though? You heard he said all of that? Yes, I heard he said that. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't didn't know that. I'm just these are just the words that are in the article that he said, um, please don't ruin my life. So I want to give you first dibs on that part before I jump in, because I always try to also want to I want to speak to the next set of rappers when I when I address this thing. So, you know, all of you because you've had a lot of thoughts on this thing and and we talked a lot about this particular thing. And uh, we talked about the side of the woman and the victim and Meg and just the whole incident and how Tory Lanez has been up until this point. So when you hear that right there, along with what you also heard, which I didn't even know until now, what's going through your mind? I'm just thinking like, this is so about himself, you know, don't ruin my life, but he put himself in this position. So him saying that don't ruin my life. I'm like, you kind of started this Tori. You went straight to the damn internet and instigated this whole situation. You went and bribed her best friend. You started, uh, you know, he brought her best friend to his side, gave her money to make up a lie. And then she admitted in court that she had a different story. Like, you know, so he did everything so dirty. I, I don't have no mercy for him. He put himself here. Right. Um, one of the things, though, and, and we talked about this a while back, right? We talked about um, how these rappers continuously do continuously do things, right? And then all of a sudden they are here, right where he's at. Because remember... Tory Lanez has had a few incidents, right? He had an incident with Travis Scott. He had some other things go on where, you know, there was even an incident here in Tampa, right? It, with one of the DJs, he kind of like, they kind of like got into a little bit of a something in here, right? Um, nothing crazy, but it was always these things that I keep saying, at some point, though, it's going to escalate, right? And yeah. we've we've said this, right? We weren't there. We're getting the details, and you and I have both admitted this, right? But now we're at a place where you're no longer in control. Because once that judge up there starts talking and that jury of your peers is over there, right, and the lawyers and everybody starts talking, you're no longer in control. And he was already considered successful, right? He's already making the money. He was in full control. So I don't understand why these dudes or these females or these people that are successful keep doing these things as if at some point the law ain't going to have a say. Look at Young Thug, right? Isn't it Young Thug that's in court over his music? That interview that he did where he said he called his music label a gang and that's where they got it. And then they pulled all his his gang in there and they started talking. And now he's having to deal with that. I think that they forget that or they feel like they're invincible because they're an artist or they're doing so well. They're, you know, um, popular right now. So it's they they can't be touched. They, and they're seeing now i think after young thug especially after tory lanes even though his was for shooting megan the stallion yeah i guess they were all over some shootings but you know 
they're they, they this is how they learn but i don't know but at, but they don't we have enough examples about where this we, can like we like let's look at, at some of the biggest examples we lost tupac we lost biggie if you got nothing else you got those two right and their careers was as big as you could have it going at the time right when we lose them right let me look at this from the female side and what you see do you when you're out and and you meet the younger girls that are that are wanting to be in this entertainment thing, whether they want to be an artist or whether they, they, they're into, you know, what you, what you're doing as a, as a, as a personality or whether they want to be an influencer, which is the end thing nowadays, a YouTuber or whatever. Are you finding that they're, how, or how are they approaching it as opposed to how a lot of these young, and I guess I would say more rappers than anything else, or even look at what John Morant's doing, right? He wildly successful, $200 million contract. And he keeps wanting to show us that he owns a gun, right? Like, God, that's the one who lost. He, they were on live, and he sh- flashed a gun, and it was so quick. But well, that was the know. second time. The first time he did it, he was in a strip club. He did it himself. See, see, the problem with the second one is it was the second one. See, oh. that, that it's like it doesn't stop. See, his friend had the yeah. camera this time, but the first time he was in a strip club, and he pulled out the gun and was on live with the gun like that. You know, and like Shaq says, that's not a mistake. You got to pull the phone out. You got to take a few steps before you get there. Yeah. Right? Um, but from a female side, like what advice are you maybe getting from some of your older peers or that you're passing along to some of the younger ones that you see or that you meet in these schools or in your passing or in your travels of hosting things and that sort of thing? Or is, or is there even the same kind of talk of, of what to look out for? No, I think I'm, I'm always having the conversation of looking out for as women, protecting yourself, not putting yourself in vulnerable situations what what it looks like when a guy uh is promising you the world or opportunities and what he's really expecting at the end of the night you know red flags that'll lead up to that that you can kind of catch and understand what you're getting yourself into those are the kind of conversations i have with those girls who want to get into this industry because i think they have everything else down they just don't know how to maneuver through it you know they don't know how to deal or what something looks like, what it really is, and what someone's painting a picture of what it of what they think they want you to think it is. Um, so I just don't because I t- typically girls don't do any of those things, as far as you know, flashing guns or being right. you know fighting. Uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Who? What's Blueface's girlfriend's name? Because she fighting all the goddamn time. She even missing a tooth. Oh, yeah, she even missing a tooth. Like, I'll look. She lost her tooth for him, and that is so stupid. But now she's got a baby with him, or she's having a baby, and they're not even together. He he want he wanted her to abort it like today. So she <laughs> yeah. so so she broke my she broke rule number one that I had. She broke rule number one. Don't have a baby. Like, stop having his babies. Stop having Nick Cannon's babies. What's well, hold on? Wait a minute. You ain't gonna just throw my boy Nick up in there. What's wrong with Nick Cannon's babies? him trying to be a father to the entire universe i'm over it he can he is not a there's no way he's a good father and he you know he said he goes oh i um sleep with my baby mamas whichever one wants to sleep with me whoever's giving me interest in that time like i'll just sleep with them that is so reckless all of your baby mamas you're like whichever one wants me today who's giving me attention i can't stand him I like the part where he says he forgets names. 
he said that? I think so. I think he forgot. Like <laughs> when it was when it came time for Mother's when it came time for Mother's Day cards or something oh, like he that. Got the cards wrong, and he yeah. said the. And there were heartfelt cards. Can you imagine reading a card where it's a heartfelt about somebody else? And it's a, a you know, you're sharing a baby father. And you got to hear this note about how amazing and sweet and those, you know, personal moments that nobody else knows about your little one-on-ones. And I get that letter. You are that careless. You see what I'm saying? He's going to end up murdered one day. Why, why would they? He's taking care of his kids. Is he? <laughs> have we gotten the full answer to that question and statement i don't think so didn't mariah carey not real quick mariah carey i'm pretty sure there was a report that she wanted him to she wanted to take full custody because he was not around he was not being a father right well i think that's kids you think of all his kids he, he would have mariah's kids about on more of a pedestal versus right. No, the the girls he found in the club, not right. even that came, Jim. And that's well, you- yeah, I, I think he did. And again, I'd have to look this up. There was some conversation about um, with as much as he works and actually having time. And I I think um, wow, you're making these faces at me like I'm Nick Cannon. <laughs> no, sorry, I just go on, go on. And I'm not making excuses for Nick. I'm just saying, like I think that was that was part of the conversation where. You know, he he's working to make sure that they all can have, um, you know, what what they what they need. Look, don't your your face is saying your face is saying a lot like like who else is not your favorite. So Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon falling on the list of Tory Lanez. He's pretty much. Why? He did not shoot anybody. Well, he's shooting people, but, you know, (laughs) Nick Cannon is definitely shooting people. He is shooting people. He needs to stop. Cream pie king. Nick Cannon is the cream pie king. Sorry, my bad. I don't know. Is is that a hashtag on the Pornhub or something? Because I I don't know where I would even know that from. Um, Oh, I guess. He has no idea where he got the terminology from. Okay, so... So on your list, okay, let, let's do this before we get out of here because okay. I can obviously see that these things are going to be taking some turns. Let's do this. Your top five list of not favorite male entertainers right now. And we know Tory Lanez is, 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 is he still number one? Well, I don't know the ranking yet, but I'll say he's top two, top three. <laughs> okay. Okay, Tory Lanez, five of them, right? Yes. Okay, Ready? so we know Tory Lanez because of the whole Megan thing. Is that what put him there? Or was it yeah. just his attitude, period? All of it. All okay. of it. Shooting Megan and then trying to make her look bad, even though he, he knows he did what he did. Gotcha. Uh, the, the baby, the way he did Danny Lay with that baby was so disgusting. When they were on live and he was like, get out of my house and take the baby with you. He didn't give not one crap about that baby or her. Had her looking a hot mess. Okay. Um, well, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Are you listening to that new record, Shake Something? No, I'm not. I don't support it. I will not support it. I've heard a snippet of it because it came up on like one of the blogs and I was like, I'm not giving you a full listen. I'm done with the baby. Okay. Done with him. Okay. Um, the third one, Nick Cannon became recently on my list because he's having too many damn kids recklessly. Number four. Why are you looking at me like I might have made the list? I even like, <laughs> yo, she looked at me like I'm not have made the list, Jason. What the hell? No, I think those are. The, I really only have three. Um, I'll okay. say that I'm 
realizing more toxic. Drake is very toxic with his music. Wait a damn minute. You are Drake. not going to call the boy. The boy. <laughs> the boy. You know when he go into his boy phase. I no. cannot believe. Wait a minute. N- n- wait. Because I heard this also about Bad Bunny. That he's toxic. That, I was about to say, Bad Bunny getting with Kendall Jenner now put him on the top five list. He's number five. <laughs> Wait, why? Because why? He, first of all, he does not, he speaks a little bit of English. They're not communicating with each other. There's no way. He had this whole thing about in his song where he was like, you know, that we call it sazon, like, like sauce, flavor, spicy, you know, to be Latin or whatever. And he, you know, he had this statement in his song and then he started dating Kendall Jenner. So people were like, well, you know, you talk about having flavor and sauce, but you go get the most like flavorless girl. And not to say that Kendall Jenner is flavorless and, you know, sauceless. But but you are saying she's flavorless, but you are not to say it, but you are saying she's flavorless. I might co-sign that. (laughs) But, you know, and then he goes and he dates her and I'm like, it doesn't feel real. Did you see them at the basketball game? Uh, I think I saw a couple of I think I saw a couple of shots they went to him. It was so bad. He's so infatuated into her, and she is so like we just signed a con. I think it's just a contract where she's like, "You're playing into this too much. You're catching feelings, and I'm really just doing this for the ratings and the show and the the PR." Uh, and Wait, it's so it's a- not real? No. So supposedly the rumor is that it was for, you know, the Kardashian, their taping. They trying to get the ratings up on Hulu because that show is trash. (laughs) And so, like, you know, when they got started dating, it was a big deal on the Internet for like a while now. But it was a bigger deal. It was a bigger deal that he was on the WWE. That's where we want to see Bad Bunny at. The WWE. We don't want to see him on no Kardashians. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack the conversation. I agree. Okay. We did not want him there. And so I just feel like he he betrayed us. He betrayed the Latinas. He turned our bag and went to a Kendall Jenner. And what she represents, we thought he was so, you know, just more, uh, just smarter than that. To do some PR work with Kendall Jenner. It's disgusting. So you, in reality, I and I, I, I've, I've never, Brittany, this is my first time. This is my first time experiencing. I've experienced this plenty of times with black women. They'd be like, I cannot believe. I cannot believe. But this is my first experience with a brown Latina and mad with her culture. Well, not even her culture, but somebody in her culture that she, that, because we know how y'all feel about Bad Bunny or felt. We loved him. We love Benito. Yeah. Y'all feel betrayed? You feel betrayed? Feel betrayed. And it's not like, it's not to say that, okay, Latino getting with a gringa, a white girl, nothing wrong with that. Bad Bunny's case was different because he was vocal about it. You know what I'm saying? Now you're going on your word. That's different. Um, Because had he not done any of that. Is it also because, dare I say it, she's a Kardashian. And she's a Kardashian. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, so so he's so it's four on the list, and Drake is a possibility. Is that what it is? Drake, Drake. I don't like that he took Tory Lane's side. Did he? And- I. Oh my god! Wait a minute. I didn't. What? I didn't. Oh, you talking about because he said a couple of lyrics or something? Yes, 
that was totally him co-signing like Tory Lane's story and and pushing Megan aside and and not acknowledging what she went through. You you sure you not just you sure y'all not taking the boys' lyrics too literally? Why is he speaking on her? What do you want? Oh, you can speak on me, but let me not take that too literally. You what know, Drake. You are gaslighting. Let me tell you something right now. Do right and kill everything. That's what Drake stand for. You know he got to speak on that. Do right and kill. What is that an acronym? Do Drake. Right. Do right and kill everything. That's what it stands for. You never knew that? He's even no. said it in a song. Yeah, so he's doing right and speaking on things. You know what I'm saying? That's Drake. That's the boy. I can't believe the boy is making your top five list of entertainers that you are not happy with at the moment. I'm not. Disappointing. Wow. All of these men. Disappointments. Do you think, dare I say this too, because we, we got to get ready to get out of here. Do you think Drake is on his way out? No, man. He's still putting out hits. Search okay. Rescue, the latest one. I mean, that one's doing so well. I think that he's got that Midas touch, man. And it's going to be a while before we see it go and fade and do all of that. He's on the post every damn time. Everything he drops is hot. Like I mean, I look, no, no, I'm not one of those people that are wishing that his run be over. My no, man, no, shout out to my man, Corey Sparks, dude, Corey, uh, uh, big dude over at uh, Warner. And, and he said, he said, Drake is like the, the, the cheat code. He said, Drake on a record is like the cheat code. And he said this a while back. So I just wonder, you know, he's had such a dope and long run. Right. So you just, I just wondering, and I always ask to, for the females because you guys start and finish these things, right? Like Drake said, yeah. you know, dudes will buy two copies and say one is for their sister. Cause we will tell that <laughs> lie. Right. We know, we know we in the car singing that Drake when he ain't, when there ain't no women in the car, they know that. But anyway, they'll be like, man, you know, my girl, she loved Drake or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I just was wondering, you know, how, uh, from a female's perspective, how you guys felt about Drake right now. Okay. He's still killing him. All right. I could take no, that. He's still, he really is, man. I can't take it away from him yet. But so are, you, like, are, you, are you going to the show then? Even though he's, are you going to see him in, him in, uh, 21? No. Oh, what? <laughs> that's like, that's not like a hard decision. Okay. Bad Bunny comes yeah. on tour. Drake comes on tour. Somebody got two oh. tickets for you. Who are you going to see? I, I'm gonna tell you right now because I've seen both of them perform. Who's worth going to go see for sure? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny puts on a phenomenal, exquisite show that blows your mind. That's high energy the entire time. The visuals he puts into it are incredible and well thought out. And he puts on a show. Drake. When I went to go see Drake, I loved the music, but the stage was horrible. There was barely any like presence. There, it was just him on stage rapping. There was no visuals. Really, it was like what? What do? What do you have? He had one lame thing. I don't know. So I hope he did better this time around in Miami. I hope he's really gonna light the stage up with stuff. Right. You know who I really still- surprised me? You know who really, really surprised me? And and. I've told a couple of people about this and I I would go see him. As a matter of fact, I might go see him again. I'm not sure about the venue. Um, that's what's making me not be sure. But I was super surprised when I saw Post Malone. I loved oh, the show. Yeah. From the from the time he stepped on stage until he was done, it was all energy. And I was like, this dude can really go. It was a show. I, I love that because I've seen little clips of him and he's always doing something quirky. His little dance when he does his solo dance is super cute. And he does seem like he has great energy. So I'm glad right. to hear he, he puts yeah, on he a He spits show. a lot on stage. I don't want to sit by that stage because he spits a lot. Like, give me a, 
I, I, we was like, we, I was like, I don't want to be sitting down there. He messing around because you know he might miss one. He might be really trying to go for the stage and he just trying to get it out because he used to spitting. And then next you know you like, damn, that's my shoulder post. What the hell? You know, I'm just saying, man. Britt, um, it was great talking to you today. I, I'm, I'm glad you're back and and I can see you still in your ways. I can see that. Um, we're gonna have to work through that. We have to get us a counselor on here, Jason, because get her working out of her ways because she's still in her ways. Brittany, I thought you would I thought you would want and feel that Tory Lanez had, you know, maybe he was on his way to a better way and you would want to see him in a better way, but After obviously the not. Years are up, absolutely. Can we you can want him to get twenty? Do the twenty and um Then, de- then they're gonna <laughs> deport him. I said that. You're like, no, don't do that. He did it. But I, I hate it for these dudes. I'm I'm glad you were here too. It, it was it was actually a great talk. I'm I'm glad you were here. Um, maybe I'll go to the game and I'll say, Britt, you want to roll? Not because I got you no ticket though, but you can just roll. Well, I guess what you say, we're just gonna be in the vicinity. You want to be in the vicinity? What did you say? I'm going. Look, I'm going to Miami for one of those days. You <laughs> on the way, so I scoop you seventy five. But you need to be by seventy five though. Okay. <laughs> like, put your car at like a gas station close to seventy five. Not going too far off. Egan, I got seventy five dollars on it. I don't even need your money for gas or nothing. You need to have your money to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, if seventy five dollars is all you got, you better make sure you're picking on a good seventy five dollar part of the menu. That's all I'm saying. And you better pick no, spots. You better. You. you give me limits. You give hey, me limits. I'm not giving you no. You all have unlimited meals. Do what you want to. You just told me you had $75. I was just telling you what you could probably do with $75. You are allowed to do whatever you want. If you want to spend $95 and they be like, this other $20 got to be taken care of in the kitchen, I'll just pick you up when we getting ready to pull out. I ain't going to leave you there. I hope, I hope you get in. I hope you make it to that basketball game. There ain't no doubt. I got a stash. I might not use it on that basketball game, but I I can get into the game. <laughs> I can get into the game. Let me just help you out. A look, hey, look, all I gotta do is for two weeks buy one ply toilet paper, and I'll be good. I'll save some money that way. All right, I'm gonna try it. Try <laughs> look, it. One ply toilet paper? Don't do that. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Britt, where can they find you at online? Because we know what, what. What are you still brunching? I'm still brunching. It's coming back around. I'm gonna get it back started again. Um, I be, that's what I'm. I'm building my 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 room right now. My wall. Hey, let me see. help you out. Whatever you do in there, right? You know how they give you when you buy like a dresser, they give you that little thing that you can attach your dress to the wall so it don't tip over. You should yeah. do that to your flower so they don't tip over on your damn back. <laughs> because I didn't have a background. But. No, but now your back is wet. You got more than a background. You got oh, back wet God. and background. This entire freaking base for that literally like if you're it's all down my back and i'm okay well i don't want to get canceled so i'm not gonna say nothing yeah don't say nothing (laughs) i mean you said the water's all down your back it was right there but i don't want to get canceled (laughs) (laughs) i ain't got no gun in here Britt, where can they find you at online before you get me canceled Brunch with Britney on Instagram and on TikTok. Brunch with Britney. How many TikToks you post in a day? 
I don't do it enough. Egan, I've been literally so, I, I don't do it enough. But you know what? I'm doing a lot of uh, dating stuff on there. Uh, stuff. That Are you showing us? Me. Are you going on dates and filming those? I'm not. I'm okay. actually talking about uh, uh, dating. Wait a minute. So Wait, so now you're in the car giving dating advice? What, the, what in the hell? Man, I'm out of here, man. Look, at DJ Eakin, man, across all platforms on the YouTube. It's at DJ Eakin TV, man. Uh, the DJ Eakin Podcast with Brittany Gonzalez. Back and officially rolling. Uh, Brittany is somewhere in somebody's car giving relationship advice. I'm not saying I'm going to tune in. I'll just, you know what we'll do too, Britt? You know, you know what, Brittany, we can do? What? We, think of a name and we can have that segment for you here on the DJ Eakin Podcast as well, where you can give some okay. relationship advice. Once a month though, like because I don't know if I could take it every week. <laughs> yeah, like, once a month I could do that. I could do that. You have you have a dating tip? That's I what you should. That. You know what? Once yeah. a, maybe no, that could happen. Yeah, once a month you could have Brit's Britney's dating tip. Okay, I have plenty, so we get those rolling. Because the the sooner the world finds out, the better we'll all be. I'm still caught up on that 40k thing. I'm still caught up on that. But <laughs> what kind of car are you in giving this advice? Are you in an Altima? Because can't nobody can't nobody take advice from no girl in an Altima. That just ain't it. No, I never went through the Altima phase. I do not have an Altima. And for safety purposes, I'm not gonna say what I drive. But I will say it's 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 no whoopty. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. <laughs> cool with that man uh we will see you soon man shouts out to radio influence my guy jason of course for putting up with us uh again we are back and uh we are here Brittany. i love you and uh check this out um i cannot wait to hear some of these dating tips i am so looking forward to that. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I love you too we'll get into it because really it's to help everyone we're gonna undo what that jackson guy did whatever his uh, name was that's that's a segment right there we're undoing what Jax did there you go (laughs) i'll talk to you soon Brittany. the dj can podcast we are gone folks bye